Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Lunch with Leah, episode 601. Here's Leah. Oh, it's too bad Johnny's still on here. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Hi, everybody. It's Leah Black coming from Miami, Florida, the super spreading state of the world. If you haven't been tuning in, we have hermetically sealed our building. Everyone has been vaccinated. Everyone is still staying six feet apart, and we are still wearing masks. But all of that is probably for nothing because all you have to do is drive over the causeway and see hundreds of thousands of crazy Looney Tune nut jobs running around spreading the virus while the, what do you call it? The, well, his title is the governor, but they call him Death Santis locally. Uh, DeSantis is running around acting like nothing's going on. Everything's fine. The world is all good. So that's where we are. So that's what's going on here. And let's see what's going on. Okay, guys, I left here for almost five months and went to L.A., where it was a little more civilized. Everybody did have on a mask. They did have a lot of things closed. Everything had kind of moved outdoors, which there's no reason why everything in Miami can't move outdoors, because the weather's good. I mean, it is a little more humid. It's a little more like a steam room and a sauna rather than a crispy air. But it's worth the sacrifice. But anyways, uh, while I was in L.A., what did I do? Well... I did Thanksgiving there, I did Christmas there, I did um, New Year's there, and I did everything there from my house when I was quarantined. I didn't do anything. (laughs) We stayed home. So it didn't matter whether I was here or there, we were going to stay at home. Because we want to take care of our fellow citizens, unlike these super spreaders. I can never get over it. Then I did the girls' podcast, Dumb Gay Politics. We did their podcast with and um, with Julie uh, Goldman and Brandy Howard. You can find that on Dumb Gay Politics. And, of course, we talked all about politics, which is something... You know that I obsess over from time to time. That light is so bright in my face, I can't see. James has got this whole new fancy system set up over here. I feel like we're at, like, CNN Studios. <clears throat> anyway, I can dim you down. there you go. Oh, my God, I can see. I couldn't even read my notes. I'm blinded. <laughs> It's like we got the water out there, the sun coming in, the light here, and crazy me. Uh, Meanwhile, oh, let's talk about our mask. So listen to this one. This fabulous woman sent me this mask through Dimitri. Isn't it fabulous? So I wore this at night when I didn't go anywhere. (laughs) That's what we had in your Christmas photo. (laughs) Oh, we did? I decided after five I'd wear it at home. People loved it. Oh, well, anyway, you can go to my Facebook. Does it tell them where to get it when they go on there? Yeah, we tagged the company. Oh, we did? Okay, it's on my Facebook. Or you can text us or whatever. Go to hello at leahblack.com and we can tell you where you got it. And then Anthony, this little guy that works for us in L.A., he came up with this idea. So look at this. You snap this around your neck and then... You just you can wear it all day, and then you can either just put it on, or you can just wear it down like this. So I wore this around the house all the time, and the reason I liked this one is because you can just like when someone comes to the door, post office, you know, like UPS or whatever, it snaps. You don't have to go find your mask. You just all you have to do is just because you have this on your. Freda wore one all the time, and the housekeeper wore one all the time, and so you just get this on. And you just wear it like this. I thought it was pretty clever, like this. Comes in different colors. And then when you want to put it on, you just go like this. So you don't have to put on. You don't have to go get your mask all the time. So those were two of my masks. And then the other one that I showed you guys that I used to wear around my wrist all the time, I like that one too, because you can just take it off and put it on and put it back on your wrist like a cuff. And then my favorite mask that I lost, because I washed it so many times and somehow it got lost, is the one this other fabulous designer made. 
that was turquoise that's also posted on my Facebook. It was so lightweight, it had a slit on the end, you could put the filter in it, and it was light, 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 lightweight. And then, of course, when I went out the house, I wore the two mask. I wore the N95 mask with a decorative <laughs> mask over it. When I went out of the house, too, where would I go? Well, I would go to the grocery store or the dollar store. That's it. <laughs> so that's my boring life in Los Angeles. What else is going on? Oh, and then I saw, I didn't see very many people because everyone was hibernating at home. I saw Bill and Brendan and the girls, and Jeff, of course, you know, I went on uh, Jeff's radio show. I guess you guys heard the delusional drama spread around by Jeff about the box that he's selling. Oh, my God. You can go to Fanbox's Facebook, or you can go to Jeff Lewis. I don't know if he posted on his Instagram or not, but I make these boxes for him from time to time where he wants the cheapest best deals for his customers that we can give but we're not going to undercut what we give our customers so that's always a fight he wants to give them more than we give ours we can't do that and then he wants a certain things in the in the box that we don't always have available because we have reserved for our subscriptions because you guys know if you subscribe you can get 40% off on your orders. So we have a lot of people that have subscribed, which means we set that side of product aside for them. Then we have international orders. So then we have our orders that we do put together for Jeff based on availability. So we had this little mix-up, oh, just the drama of it. I gave him in writing on a Saturday exactly what we were going to do. He started pressuring me Friday night about it. I said, I have such a headache. You have driven me crazy. My head is pounding. I can't think about it anymore. I'll give it to you tomorrow. So I gave it to him Saturday. I gave it to the girl that ships it out for him. She, I didn't hear from him. So I called her. She said, oh, no, we're good to go. Everything's fine. I said, okay, great. And then I didn't hear from him again. And so then I texted him twice, and then I called him twice, and I didn't hear back. So I'm thinking, well, we're good to go. Monday morning I get up to go to the show, which starts early, and which is hard for me to begin with. So I get up early, and I check my emails, and I've got these little nasty texts from him. Well, just forget the box. This is what we agreed to. I'm like, what are you talking about? That whole thing blew up. Anyway, we resolved it five minutes before the show started. I made me start. He was just hammering me about something I didn't do. If you would read no. your emails, read your text, and answer your phone and talk to the girl that's shipping it, you would have been in the loop. You didn't do all that. Don't put it off on me. I was giving him the moisturizer in the box instead of the serum because he had already sold the serum in the month before, and I thought I was helping him. And he didn't like that. And then the up, he has a little upsell that he does. And I had suggested the oil because it's one of our most expensive products and we never discount. And I thought, you know, this would be a little treat for you. And he wanted the oil. But then the girl called and said, oh, that's too expensive. Let's do something less. I said, okay, we'll do the, something else instead. And he didn't like that. Instead of just talking to me, he just went off on me. And, well, he had one of those flipping out moments, which normally I overlook. But I am not a morning person. And I cannot. Not in the mornings, be in a happy, smiling mood when someone's yelling at me before I'm even out of my bed with their text messages, all in caps, I think. I'm not sure, but in any event. So then we sorted it out. Then we went on the show. And then we sold it. And then everybody was happy, and everybody was all rah, rah, rah. And thank God for Andrew, who was on that day, Andrew Froud, F-R-E-U-D, whatever. He was bragging about the mask and how beautiful his skin looked when he used the mask and how much he loved the mask and how it gave him an instant facelift. And he's kind of saved the day because he was sitting between me and Jeff, which fortunately, because I was just about ready to swat him. <laughs> and then, then Jeff comes over that night for drinks. Well, he tells on the radio show that um, I got him drunk on purpose. Well, this is really what happened. He said he's on his way over with Shane, and I said, I'll open a bottle of wine, which is his preferred drink, a red wine. He goes, well, I was thinking more about cocktails. Well, I know he likes martinis, and I don't know how to make martinis. So Andrew happened to be there, who is legitimately a paid bartender. That's his job. He's a bartender, but he's been doing things for me at the house because he was unemployed, and it was kind of helping me, and I was kind of keeping him employed during when there's nothing else going on, you know? So he happened to be there, so I go, Andrew, make, I said, he goes, do you want me to make, he heard me on the, he said, do you want me to make Jeff a martini? I go, yeah, make him one and make Shane one too. I said, you know what, make two each. 
because that way, if they want to, there'll be another one, because I don't know how to make them. So he made two martinis for both of them, which I thought was being more than generous, more than polite, and more than thoughtful, because if, you know, if he wanted a second martini, I didn't know how to make it. Well, they drank both of the martinis, and then he goes, well, do you have any red wine? So he opened up the red wine. They drank the bottle of red wine. Meanwhile, I had a half of a drink. You know, I don't drink that much. And then... When he's getting ready to go, I, again, being a nice person, was leaving town. I had a beautiful bouquet of flowers. Shane had just gotten a new apartment, and I said, Shane, take these flowers to your new apartment. They were in a glass vase. And he was, oh, great. He goes, I'm going to go get the car, because, you know, Jeff has had two back surgeries, and he didn't want to walk up the hill. So Shane goes to get the car. I give Jeff the flowers. I open the door for him. And we were leaving early the next day, so I went back, I was going back in the house to clean up all the liquor and the mess before we left town and get in bed before, you know, it was two in the morning because I had to get up early again, which I hate. And I hear this crash on the street from my porch. And Jeff had tripped and he had broken the glass, the water, you know, the, the vase. And I ran out there. He was laying in the middle of the street. And I was like, Jeff, are you okay? And I picked him up, and we helped him up. He goes, I hurt my foot or I hurt my leg. Long story short, he goes to urgent care. He, he twisted or broke or sprang or fractured something in his foot. He had to put this booty thing on. And then... I'm just like, I felt terrible. I called and checked on him five times that day. I checked on Shane. How's he doing? Is everything fine? Is he okay? I felt terrible. And in all honesty, when you do walk down my steps, the last step to the street is a little higher than a regular step. And it's very possible that he, he could trip after two martinis and some wine. And he did have the vase in his hand. And it, it, the lighting's not great out there. And so I felt terrible about it. Then again, the next day, my phone blows up. Jeff's talking about you on the radio. Did you push him down your steps? So he went on the radio telling everybody that I pushed him down the steps because I was mad at him over his box that he was selling. And I wasn't sure if he was kidding or not. I couldn't tell because I wasn't listening to it. That went on, and then went on, and then it went on, and then he got somebody to make a videotape pretending it was me and Roy, me plotting his demise and pushing him down the stairs and all of that. I just went on and on. I was just so exhausted from it all. It's just like, there's so much drama wherever you go, Jeff. But anyway, we kissed and made up, and we're happy, and that's that. So we will, that was that story. So that's the other side of the story. He is... He they, they're saying on here that he was definitely kidding, and yeah. they were all wanting to know about like the fall and all that yeah. stuff. And a lot of people were saying Team Leah, and uh, they've well, been sending DMs been. for weeks about it, and they've been saying you need to go back to LA and straighten his ass out. Believe me, I intend to. I intend to. I've got to plot my payback because I even when he put that tape out, I think it was Amy Phillips mocking me and somebody pretending yeah, to be Roy. Right. And so I thought to myself, well, he put a lot of effort into this. I've got to come up with something to get back with him. So I said, you know, you're you're bugging my house. You're tape recording my private. Conference conversations. <laughs> it just went on and on. Anyway, so during Christmas, I put a Christmas tree up outside, and it was absolutely gorgeous. It started out to be a nothing little thing, and everything I do escalates. So I had like this damn big, like 15, 16 foot beautiful. tree. I, I put 6,000 lights on it. 6,000. <laughs> And then I wasn't going to put anything else on it. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it all in silver. But the thing in L.A., you know, you can leave things outside. So I put everything right. I had that was silver on it. And then the wind blew. And then I was like, oh, my God, here we go. So every time the wind would really, we had wind <laughs> circling, you know, those Santa Ana winds. Right. But fortunately, it didn't fall over. But a few things did blow into the pool but anyway we salvaged the tree and we didn't see anybody during christmas we didn't do anything we didn't see anybody the only person i really saw was jeff brenda and the girls and all of that was always outside except when we did the radio show where everybody wore their mask except when we were talking so we've been very good so what else is going on um oh my god i will tell you this and Jason, you stayed in my house some of the times when I'm not here, and you will attest to the fact that it is a crazy scene. Can you ever relax there? Yeah. No. 
So there's always something going on in the kitchen, 90 miles an hour. It's always in Spanish. They're always talking. They got the TV on in Spanish. They got the radio on in Spanish. They got themselves gabbing in Spanish. And it's just, you, you, you literally are just shaking by the time you go make yourself a coffee and get back upstairs. So Freda's the housekeeper in L.A. Her husband is retired or on unemployment. He never left the house. And she, I made a deal with her. You can come three times a week, but you can't work at any other house. And I'll pay you for the full week, but you can't work anywhere else. So you have to go home and come here, go home and come here and get a test, COVID test once a week. So she came three times a week. Started out, she was working eight hours. And I cut her down to six. And I cut her down to five. Then I cut her down to four. Guess why I cut her down? Because she and Freda were in the kitchen talking all the time. And they were talking so loud, I could hear her from everywhere in the house. And it made me so nervous. And I realized that she and Freda are like best friends. They're like best friends. When she leaves, they're on the phone all day. They made a big lunch every day. They had lunch together every day in the kitchen. She would bring all this food over. And they would cook and have lunch. And I couldn't even go in the kitchen. And there was so much noise going on in the house. And I was like, I just can't. So I cut her back and back and back. And then I thought, I'm paying like $100 an hour by the time I add up what I'm paying her in the hour. So afraid I could have a friend. It was just crazy. And so that became a scene. And so I was like, I can't go to Miami without the noise in the kitchen. I can't be in LA without the noise throughout the house. I have four dogs running around looking for a bigger yard. I got Jeff up down the hill with his binoculars looking at me, reading my lips to see if I'm plotting an assassination. And I was like ready to come home. So that's what happened. Meanwhile, um, oh, then I had a lot of construction going on at the house while I was here that Jason was in charge of. And Jason, how did all that go? <laughs> Jason, well, the good news is he didn't <laughs> he quit. He might have to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't quit yet. It's a lot. That house is a lot. I mean, it's the gate. I wish everyone could see his face right now. <laughs> yeah. It's the gate. It's the security. It's the waterfall. It's the water fountain. It's the outdoor lighting. It's the security cameras. It's the telephone. It's the intercom. I mean, it's just like It's pretty everything. much that whole block. The whole thing. And, and the house is on its own block, so the whole block is just should just have one of those caution yellow things around it. The whole thing. Like, enter you know, at your own risk. So while that's going on, I still also had construction going on in LA, but I wouldn't let anybody in the house. So I was having, I did the security camera. That was another thing Jeff said. Well, her security camera that she just put in conveniently wasn't working when I fell. Well, Anthony yeah. had it on his phone and he, and it, 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 it wasn't working, but I didn't have anything to do with that. <coughs> so I got in trouble for that. Oh my gosh. Anyway. It just went on and on. And then James sent steaks. How many steaks did you send? 200? <laughs> so he sent these steaks, no, and I swear. Was, I sent you an order, 20 and then boxes it got lost. And then they reshipped it, and then they all showed up the same So I had like 40 <laughs> boxes of steaks, chicken, and hot dogs, hamburgers, and these apple pie oh, things that RJ likes. Okay. So I, Fred and I would have the chicken, and Roy and Roy Jr. were getting spoiled at these steaks. I mean, they were having steaks all the time, every day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they're having steaks. And so we finally, before we left, I said, we're going to eat. You guys, we have to eat the last of James's food before we leave, because I don't want to leave any food in the freezer. And so they had their last hurrah with steaks, and Roy Jr. goes, Mom, don't we have any of those apple things? So I cooked two of those for them, and they were just like, happy, happy, happy. I was like, well, that was your Christmas present from James. Everybody got fat, but everybody had plenty to eat because we weren't going to the store. We were ordering on the mail. But they were good, I will tell you. I mean, I didn't eat the steaks, but everything was amazing. They, they also potatoes, and uh, I spiced those up with a little bit of bacon bits for them and cheese and to make it more like a little thing. Just, it takes one second, but they liked that. And then um, they they liked that, you know. I made uh, Jeff turkey soup one day when I made turkey soup after Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. That's another thing. I order for Thanksgiving. RJ doesn't like turkey, so he has to have some other kind of meat. And Roy likes turkey, and Freda likes turkey. So I ordered this prime rib that we had ordered before from Sprouts for Thanksgiving. And when I went down to get it, instead of being a little meatloaf-sized you know, thing that that is prime rib that you just slice, you heat up and slice. They gave me a half a cow. It was all these these ribs with all this meat on it. I went home, opened it up. I thought I was going to throw up. 
up. I called the store. What has gotten into you? What happened here? Oh, no, you just put it in the oven. I'm like, you just put it in the oven? I'm going to put a half a cow in the oven? I was so upset and so distressed, but I didn't have anything else to feed RJ. So I was like, I'm going to, I had to put, literally, I had to put on the mask. I had to put on the gloves. I had to put on the visor. And I had to cut those things in individual ribs. And then I had to put them in the oven. And Roy Jr. just loved it. Just loved it. It's like you two are the most opposites when it comes to meat. I couldn't believe it. But if you saw the pictures of this, it was literally like a cow. I I don't even know how to these people, whatever. And this little guy goes down there. Well, you know, I'm a chef. If you ever need any help, I'm saying, after COVID, I'm going to hire you because I can't deal with this anymore. It's just getting to be too much work. Then I get back to Miami, walk into all the mess here, and... um, I did have my first manicure, pedicure, and hair wash in over a year that I went to the salon to do once I got back because in my, there I was doing my own hair, my own nails, my own manicures, doing Roy Jr.'s manicures, pedicures, and hair, and Roy's too, and braiding Freda's hair for her. So I was the hairdresser there too while we were at home, and the maid, and the housekeeper, and the cook, and everything. I was just like, oh, it was exhausting, but whatever. And then I saw, so I was looking on Instagram the other day just to kind of like catch up because I don't go on Instagram that often. I, I know James posts stuff for the promotions and once in a while I post something about whatever. What is going on? All these girls with their lips. Has anyone looked on Instagram lately? Have you looked on Instagram lately, Raymond? And it's the filters. Have you looked? Oh, is it filters? But but they are all getting that same look. Oh, my God. There are two, three people that I know that I would not have recognized. Their lips were the size of like an apple. And their their cheekbones were like up like to the stars. And their nose looks like it's been shaved down the middle. I, I was we actually in pulled shock. we pulled the picture from a few years ago of one of them and looked at it, and you would you not would even not know it. You would not recognize these girls. What is wrong with you? Stop already! They look twice their age. They literally look like cartoon characters of themselves. And if their lips get any bigger, I mean, I just couldn't take it. It's starting to look more like their butts. I mean, their lips are the size of their butts. I just can't. It's just too much. Shannon, it's just too much. Shannon Butler Brown says, oh, my God, it's nuts. Remember the Twilight Zone episode where everyone had the pig nose? Yeah. That's what everybody I've looks like with the lips. I've never seen anything like these lips. You know, I was away from Instagram for, I wasn't paying any, and then I was just, like, bored, and I was going, it's like, oh, my God. And every picture, the next one's lips are bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like a contest. Who can have the biggest lips? Now, what is going to happen when they're 70 years old and, and like, I mean, what's it going to be like? Are their lips going to shrink down? Well, I think it breaks down and then... Is that stuff going to, like, have it taken ooze out? out? Is it, I mean, I, I just, I, it's scary. It's just scary. And these doctors that are putting that stuff in these girls, they need to be shot. <laughs> Take them to the woodshed. Yeah. I just can't with that anymore. I just can't. Oh, my God. You know, I think we, uh, we'll take our five-second break, and we'll be right back. All right. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back. Well, we're back. So I'm going to talk to you about some new products that we have. This is my favorite new thing. I am addicted to these. These are 
body, what are we calling them, body it's bombs? A, it's a 25 milligram CBD uh, uh, well, lavender bath treatment. Bath treatment. We're mm -hmm. calling them bath treatments. Okay. Well, I don't know, really. It looks to me like a few sets of balls, but they're called bath treatments. But the thing is, I'm telling you, they're addictive because I tried like six of them in every day in L.A., for six days in a row. And when I ran out, I literally missed them. So now I'm putting one in my bathtub every night, and sometimes I even put two, and I just soak it up. But your skin feels so soft, and they smell so good, and it's like it's like you're treating your whole body. I love them so much. They're expensive, so we're barely, like we're probably breaking even. Maybe we're making a penny, but I don't even care because I just think women are going to love them so much. I just love them. James made a yeah. beautiful little the card. They'll be available great. on Thursday oh, on our Thursday. brand new website tomorrow. Oh, my God. They've been working all so summer on this new website. We are launching a new leahblack.com, hopefully. <laughs> Knock on wood. Tomorrow, later today or tomorrow, we're going to be doing the migration. Lavender bath treatments. And that's one of our new products yes, that you'll sir. be able to find on the new website. We went from bath bomb, B-A-L-M, to bath bomb, B-O-M-B, to laugh. Uh, bath balls to whatever, and now it's finally have settled on bath treatments, which was very clever. 90% CBD broad spectrum with full cannabinoid benefits uh, to support and promote relaxation and condition your skin. And oh my God, they're you know lab tested, cruelty free. They have no THC, so don't drink it. it has uh, organic lavender oil in it. It's, it's just really they're really fabulous. really nice. They're they're wonderful, and they you know it's a fizz bath treatment. Yeah, it's so, like putting in an alka seltzer. Yeah, it's you know? really nice. So they're beautiful. It. So they'll be available. And actually, uh, we sell them for twelve for sixty dollars, and you can get them on subscription service at forty percent off. And we are going to run a promo on them tomorrow when we do the lunch, so you'll be able to get them at 30. I know you're going to love these, but the problem is they really kind of are addictive. I'm not kidding you. It's kind of like you miss them when you don't have them. Oh, I see Raymond's over there bagging them up. <laughs> bagging them up, right. up, ready to sell. We're lucky to get them, though, and, and we, I mean, seriously, they're not cheap, but it's, I don't care. You can't make money on everything. Sometimes you just have to treat your customers. But anyway, then we also came out with this fabulous scent. It's a home scent. Da, 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 da. It's fabulous. It's a signature scent. Signature scent called. Go ahead. Yeah, look on your. Uh, no, I have it right here. It tells you what the, um, the smells and stuff. Yeah. Like okay. So anyway, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's a signature scent. It's yep. a limited batch. We have yep. 200 bottles, um, and when they're gone, they're gone, and yep. it smells wonderful. It's a light, clean, citrusy scent oh that God. kind of also uh, has notes of lily oh, and bergamot with it, and it's got lemon as well. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful scent. Perfect well, for spring and summer, in, and you can use it. In your bathroom, in your dressing room, or on linens, or on towels, bedding. or on sheets, or on beddings, or on pillows. Rugs, drapes, it, Yeah, it's a fabulous, and it's and, very clean. This will last And since there are forever. natural oils and stuff as oh, well, pretty. you can even use it and mix it with your own fragrances if you have natural oils that you like to use on your body as well. Actually, we have 2,000, but 1,800 of them are shipped somewhere. So we only have 200 that we set aside for you. If you guys love Love it, and you request it, then we'll we'll just uh, stock up, and we'll do. Uh, we also may do some other fragrances we've been working on. So there's that. Oh, that's good. Shannon says, "Wow, those are my favorite scents: citrus and bergamot." So yeah. you will really like this. It's a. Oh, it's no, a, I love it. It's a very really luxurious do. smell, and the scent is not something like um, like we would normally. Oh no, it's very it's not light. like it's not like something you find at Bath and Body Works. These are curated no. scents. No. They're very very nice. It's not going to give you a headache. It it's not going to overwhelm you. I put it all in my dressing room and. In, on my in my clothes amongst the scarves and everything and you know jason see if the little baby over there wants some water i think he's just digging oh, for water baby black over there the he already ate uh but anyway i went and spritzed it in my uh dressing room and in the um over on my scarves and everything and even the housekeeper's like yeah. so i have to give her a bottle now yeah, so that will be available tomorrow too on the new website Yay! and it is limited and the name of the product is the um it's lb number one Signature scent. Okay, so there we go. We have a new home apothecary category on the new website, so they'll be listed under there. So in the meantime, we're putting out, uh, we'll be coming out with sunscreen, a lip balm with both with CBD, and uh, a toner, a face toner with CBD. But I want to ask you guys, oh, I hate to do this because then I don't know if I want to do it, but, you know, everybody I know their hands are cracking and chapped and sick of these hand sanitizers. So I had the lab make up a hand sanitizer moisturizer and a hand sanitizer serum. 
and they both leave your hands feeling like silk for several minutes, maybe hours, and everybody that's tested them loves them. The thing is, you know, you're, you can go buy these hand sanitizers for $5 or $10, and it, but they ruin your hands. So this one would be CBD infused, and it'd be a serum or moisturizer, but it also doubles as a hand sanitizer. If you guys think you'd actually really like it, then we, we can move forward. But, you know, I just am reluctant because there's just so much out there to pick from, but I haven't found anything out there to pick from that actually conditions and uh, gives you the protection of a sanitizer for your hands. So there's that. So on a personal note, we have to pay tribute. You're not gonna believe this. Our dear, dear, dear friend, Frank Amadeo, passed away while I was in LA, and that's Jason's closest friend, like, forever. And we know the whole family. He ran the enterprise um, for the Estefans. And it's what, I mean, everyone's just in shock. He was just young and healthy and fabulous, and he just died. It's just terrible. And then when I was in L.A., Larry Flint unexpectedly died. And I called his wife right away, and, I mean, she's just beside herself. I've been trying to stay in touch with her and offer her support and send her flowers and call and check on her, but she doesn't know what to do. And then out of the blue, my stepfather went to the hospital for something and came home with COVID and dropped dead from COVID in December. So my mother is now home alone after 50-something years of being married because my stepfather died from COVID. So there's been a lot of tragedy, but I wanted to acknowledge them. Lives well lived, as Nicole would say, but it's just really tragic. And then now we're up to 500,000 people, 500,000 500 or something, I forget, a, ton, a huge, have just died from COVID. And people are just not taking it seriously enough. I just can't believe that they're on there. The doctors are begging you. They're just begging you. Save your life, save the life of someone else, and don't put these healthcare risk, healthcare providers working 25 hours a day. What is wrong with you? Is it that much to ask to wear a mask? I mean, you're a baby, you wear a diaper, you don't complain because you don't know any different. I mean, when this SARS came out before in Asia, everyone wore a mask and no one, you didn't hear anybody complaining about it. We, it. Americans laughed at them, made fun of them, and now they're just asking to wear a damn mask. It's no. just not a big it's deal. Like a, it's, I always look at it like the safety belts, because I grew up when you weren't required to wear a safety belt in the car, and then they put the law in place, and everybody threw a fit for about a year or two, and then now you don't get in a car without using one. So I feel like, you know, but it, it's, I mean, because, you, it, it's because it became politicized. That's it, why. They, well, who politicized it? Exactly. Well, we know the answer to that. And that's the other, I mean, if you're, if you're a young guy having sex, you wear a condom, yeah. you know? I mean, if, if you go out to get sun, you wear a sunscreen. I mean, which I hope you're wearing the Leah Black CBD sunscreen soon. But, you know, it's, it's just for your own protection. What is the big deal about it? These anti-maskers and these anti-vaccine people are just loony tunes. They're not, they don't believe in science. They don't believe in climate change. They don't believe in science. They don't believe in, I don't know. I just don't know what's wrong with them. I can't anymore. Meanwhile, ask me anything. People want to know if you got your vaccine. I did. I got mine, and Roy got his, and everybody got theirs. And listen, the the comments are coming in that they would they think that the idea of a sanitizer lotion would be. Yeah. Okay. So now my next question is: Would you prefer a lotion that's like a white lotion? And it's not going to be cheap. I mean, it's probably going to be in the 20s, you know. But the thing is, if you're getting a serum or a moisturizer with CBD. And it's also a sanitizer to protect your skin. It's not that you can't compete with the things at the dollar store and CVS. Right. But would you prefer a serum, which is more like a clear serum that's like a liquid silk? Or would you prefer like a moisturizer that's more like a thick kind of a hand lotion? Both of which, by the way, penetrate immediately. They don't sit on your skin. You know, the two things that we have consistently done with all of our products, other than the bath bombs and the fragrance, is the product does not sit on your skin, it absorbs in quickly, and it doesn't leave like a sticky residue, and we don't add the fragrance. We only add a minimal fragrance to cover raw ingredients if we have to, otherwise we don't add fragrance, uh, ingredient, uh, fragrances. And what I was going to get to why I stumbled was, 
you know, some people say, well, your product might separate because we don't put a lot of preservatives in there. We try to keep it as natural as we can, so just shake it up. And they say, well, Matt, turns, maybe sometimes the color changes. That's because we don't put a lot of preservatives in there because we try to give you the, instead of filling it, it's like bread. People just fill it with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you know, we don't fill it with everything. You're getting all product and not a bunch of fill with our products. So you know? everybody's saying the same thing. Whatever doesn't leave a film on their hands. And, and Robin Green says... Whichever doesn't leave a film on the steering wheel so my husband doesn't complain. Yeah. I'm with you on that too, though, yeah, because I'm too. I don't like it. It's actually well, ruining the leather on my steering wheel. Yeah, well. I mean, but I can't use this anymore. So, what I've found is that anyone that's aware is using the, only the hand sanitizer on the inside of their hands. They're not using it on the out. And if they are, they're having to put a hand lotion on afterwards. So what I was using for a long period of time is just spritzing the inside of my hands with alcohol. But they, that's even drying, that's you know. It's, but, it, it, but it's better than yeah. that. I mean, some of those hand sanitizers, when you smell them, yeah. you almost faint. They're so, I mean, have you, and they're sticky. The one they sticky, have in the lobby right now. And they're is, sticky. It's horrible. So, I mean, we've been working on it. We almost came out with it when this whole virus thing first started. And then I started seeing all this stuff on the market for $2, $5, $10. I'm like, who's going to want it? But then I'm like, a year later, I'm looking at people's hands and they're like, oh my God. And I've mentioned it to, like, I've given samples out. We did a focus group on it with like 30 people. And then I've been taking surveys of people. And everybody that I know is like, I, I would pay $25 for it, you know, because it lasts a very long period of time. But it's just almost a necessity anymore. Because can I tell you, now that this COVID thing has come out, come out, I really don't ever want anybody I don't know within like four feet of me. And I don't want anybody breathing on my food. And I'm hoping that waiters continue to wear masks and visors <laughs> for the rest of their life. I mean, now that we know your germ spreads six feet I mean, it's changed mm -hmm. how I view everything. Yep. Like, we don't even valet anymore. We park the car, and we walk to it, you know? And then when I do get in the car, I spray it anyway. I mean, it's just there's a lot of things to, to think about. Oh, go ahead. Um, Alan Malone, who is one of our healthcare workers out there and the first responders, he uh, has – he always listens to your show, too, by the way. He, he, wanted, he wanted to say thanks. He's glad you're back. And he said that he wanted to let you know how much him and the other RNs appreciate your advocacy for wearing masks. Uh, and well, he, thank them. They're the ones doing all the hard work. And he says he, would need, he, would, he thinks someone needs to develop a hand sanitizer for healthcare workers specifically. You know what? That would be, you would have to do it like in professional gallon sizes, you know, but that is a good point. I wish I, if I had the distribution network to do it, I would do that because I'm telling you, the one I was going to do, I don't have any lipstick in my drawer, the one I was going to do was 1.7 ounces in a tube and it literally only takes a couple of drops. So anyway, you guys let me know. And the CBD lip balm that we have that's coming out is great. It's great. I love it. It's like, yeah. it's so yeah. good on your it goes lips. Right in. Yeah. And you know what else too? You can wear it over or under lipstick. A lot of the um, lip balms, you know, if, if you put them on, you couldn't put lipstick over them because it's slime and slide. This one's tacky enough. It goes in your skin right away that you can actually use it almost as a primer. Yeah, it's almost like a balm or a salve. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. And then meanwhile, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Clark is back. Will you wear an Easter bonnet? It's Easter oh Sunday this God. Sunday, so if you wanted me to wear an Easter bonnet. Oh, maybe I'll have to remember to wear one next week. Can I tell you, it was when I was in L.A., I was driving down the street. I looked in the window. They had an Easter bonnet. I swear it was like 20 feet tall. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm gonna, I want to get that. So one day I parked and I went to the store. I was going to get it. Just, I thought it would just be hilarious. It was gorgeous, by the way. And I couldn't find it because I guess I didn't remember what store it was in. But I was going to look in the window, and if I could see it, I was going to have them come out and tell me how much it was. But, I mean, it was just so fabulous. I love a pretty hat. How's my sweet son? He's sweet half the time and not half. He's kind of irritated being home all the time. He's like, I can't take it anymore. But he is, he does have his own gym equipment at home now that we, we set up because he couldn't go to the gym. And he's doing Zoom classes all day, every day. And he says, I'm not learning anything and I'm bored. And I, I, I. But he's going to get over it and get through it. Like the rest of the kids, I'm like, you're no different than the rest of the kids. They're all, if their parents are smart, they're making them stay home. Uh, what is my secret to a successful marriage? Oh, well, always just get my way. <laughs> <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah, what's his is ours, what's mine's mine, and I'm always right. There you go. Does COVID exist in Florida asking for a friend? Yeah, right. 
I think, I think Florida is the epicenter of COVID, and I think they're lying about the numbers. How many times do they have to come out and admit that they're lying about the numbers? They had the whistleblower. They arrested her and confiscated her computer. And now there's a new report out that they lied about 5,300 deaths. They're lying about the numbers because they want to keep the economy open because they were all vaccinated. You know, Rubio, Scott, and DeSantis, they get their vaccines before anybody else, and they're like, open up, come on down. Everything's open. Bring us, Come on, bring your money down so that the economy booms so they can ride that into an election year. Yeah, um, exactly. They've got to go, these losers. Uh, let's see. Why was my break so long? My break was so long because I didn't really want to come back to COVID uh, County. I mean, come on. I was just like, it is in the air here. I think a lot of people, because th- I got this a lot while you yeah. were gone too. They didn't realize that, you know, we do the show in Miami and all the yeah. production and everything's here yeah. and you were out in LA yeah. and we didn't have Plus, a way to really do it very much. I wasn't going to have in the house to do yeah, it. Exactly. I mean, I could have like hired somebody to come and set it up. It wouldn't have been the same, but I don't want to be around anybody. I, and, and by the way, I just can't get my head wrapped around these people that are just going on like nothing's going on i mean what is wrong with people are dying a thousand just dropping dead i have a friend that's been in jackson memorial for four months he's getting out in the next few days to go to rehab finally yeah he had several close calls this is not like it is not the flu it is not a hoax and it didn't go away at easter not last easter and not this easter so there you have it um what did I think about the spring break chaos in Miami? I just think they're all damn Looney Tunes, and where are the parents? I mean, I mean, unless these kids have jobs and their own money, the parents shouldn't have let them come and give them money. And by the way, if I had to guess, I bet you they're piling 10 and 15 people in a room over there. They're like, get a room, and 20 people pile in their shower, sleep a couple of hours, and then go hit the streets again. It's crazy. And now it's moved into the Grove, and the woman in the Grove told me... Um, uh, I was, well, actually, I picked up food to go at the Globe in the Gables, and she said that the whole group, the beach is so packed, they've now gone to the Grove, and they're starting to infiltrate the Gables. And I'm like, well, are we just going to have to lock the Gables down now? I mean, it's just unbelievable. So this was uh, introducing our new... Did we talk about this already? No, there was another thing on there that a lot of other people were asking about, but maybe oh. you didn't want to Oh. about the show. You... April first tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know what that was. That was, no, that, that, that was for tomorrow. That's our that's our oh. launch. Oh, the launch tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, the, the, the Ask website. Me Anything. There was oh, something I didn't else. see it. Everyone's asking about the return of the. Oh God! You know. Let them keep <laughs> ke- let them keep the chatter going. Is they, there, there was a lot of questions here too. That's why I brought it up. So. What I'll tell you, I don't. I haven't commented any press about it because I don't want to be part of that conversation of desperation. Let's get everybody talking about it and hope they bring it back. They bring it back. They bring it back. They don't. They don't. You know, it's don't believe everything you read. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay oh yeah so we're going to have some announcements on our um on our website tomorrow the products some of them are going up a very tiny amount not much but listen you got to realize this when we used to be able to get products from china in two months and now it's like six months the cost used to be this, and now it's that. You know, we used to be able to get raw ingredients fast, and now it's snail's pace. So we just can't, I mean, in five, six, seven years, we've never had any price increases. Everything has gone through the roof. The production time has slowed down, and getting products in has slowed down. So if you see something's gone up a dollar or two, don't panic. And by the way, you'll qualify for your discount if you subscribe. So there. Yeah, and we're get still going and you can get 30% off of the CBD and sudden youth products with the podcast uh, promo code starting today. Yeah. And it will go in through tomorrow. And that's because we're taking care of our preferred So today, customers. if you want to get the old prices, I would shop today and it, on the website. Point. And if you uh, shop tomorrow, there will be price increases. Uh, just, subst- you know, Very no, more, no more than five bucks on I one or two items. I think if we didn't tell you, you wouldn't even probably notice. Okay. I told you about that. I told you about that. Let's go to the celebrity. I don't have my phone. Jason has it, but I'm watching the time a little bit. I hope my watch is right. Yeah, we're at 42 okay. minutes. All right. So, um, oh, let's talk about celebrity gossip. I'm beside myself with this whole Meghan Harry thing. I am so annoyed. First of all, 
Oprah's supposed to be their friend. If she was really their friend, would she have done an interview now? Or would she have said, you need to hire a crisis PR team and maybe a year from now come out from under the rock after you've done a lot of good philanthropic things instead of coming out now and saying these things, whether they're true or not, and creating the stir with the palace? So I didn't like that to begin with. Secondly, I believed every word they said. I don't think they're lying. I think they're telling the truth. Well, I didn't see yesterday yet, maybe. But I also, I told you in the beginning, Kate was after Megan. And it came out on the show that Megan, Kate made Megan cry. And then when it came out in the public that Megan made Kate cry, all Kate would have had to do is say, you know what, there was a miscommunication, but she did not make me cry. That's all she would have had to say. She never had her back. She never stood up for her, and she never said that. She stood there and let her take the rap and take the rap and take the beating and take the nastiness over and over and over again and let people continue to turn on her. So now here's Megan finally, two years later or a year later, whatever, saying, no. I didn't make her cry. She made me cry. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, I can't believe she ratted out Kate. Well, why didn't Kate just go come clean to begin with? You know, she didn't rat her out. She told her side of the story because she was being misrepresented in the press. It's just, I just, the whole thing. And then Morgan, what's his name? Who appears, who walked off the job because... They finally said to him, get off of it. You are just obsessed over Megan because she went out with you or was friends with you or whatever, and she cut you off. Well, she cut you off because she joined the royal family, and they don't want a bunch of press from people like you, Pierce. You got it? And so he just wouldn't let it go. Then Sharon Osbourne jumps in on the story and backs her friend Pierce. And I have to tell you, I don't agree with how she's treated either. I don't think she did anything wrong by backing her friend. She, oh, I mean, she maybe mishandled it. Maybe she said it the wrong way. Maybe she came across the wrong way. Maybe she didn't explain herself properly. But, I mean, if, if I don't have to agree with you to stand up for you because you're my friend, I can, like, I can just say, listen, I don't agree with anything you're saying, but you have the right to say it, and I'm going to stand up for you because you're my friend. I don't think you're a bad person. I just think you misspoke, or I don't agree with your opinion. But the way they piled on her for that, and that's going to backfire because these girls that turned on her and made her look so horrible are now going to wind up without a show. That's probably what's going to happen. So, I mean, it's just people have just gone too far. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just gone too far. I, I don't, I just, I don't know. I, I just couldn't wrap my head around that one. The thing, like, I'm, I'm on board with you on just about everything. The thing that made me question it yesterday was that, you remember when they said they got married in private? Yeah. Before, the guy that they said that married them, the archbishop, yeah. Yeah. he said yesterday that was not true. Well, no, what he said was it wasn't a legal marriage. It was just a ceremony. The legal a, yeah. marriage is when they got married in the church. I don't find anything unusual about that. You go down, you have your own ceremony, you, you express your own vows, you say your own vows, and then you go legally get married in the church. What, what, what's wrong with that? Right. People do it all the time. You go down to the, you go have a wedding, and where do you actually really get married? When you sign your damn license at the courthouse is when you're actually married. So that that's another thing people are twisting and turning about that's a nothing non-deal. I just people too much. Sounds like season two. Just too much. <laughs> with the marriage. Can the I, wedding with, the two, with the two with fake the two marriages. We had, the, we had the one pretend marriage and the one that was a non-pretend pretend marriage. It's just too much. And you want to ask about the show? Let's start with people being honest and authentic and then we'll talk about it. Um, and then... Um, the, the things, though, that really bothered me about the palace is the conversation about, you know, what color is the baby's skin going to be? What the hell? Who cares? And how could you even bring that up? How, how cringy is that? And by the way, they should have embraced it. You know, the kid turned out to be whiter than snow, but let's say that he turned out to be dark. That would have been something that would have been so ingratiating to such a huge amount of the population of the world that they should have embraced it. So that conversation was out of line. And the fact that Harry wouldn't say who said it other than it wasn't his grandparents leaves it down to the obvious two or three. But, uh, I mean... 
I think when you are getting hit with, you're not going to have security, you're not going to have a title, and what color is the skin of the kid, and by the way, you didn't make her cry, but everybody thinks you did, and we're going to go ahead and let people think that about you. I think at some point you just have to stand up for yourself. Um, that's how I see it. So whatever. I mean, we're not royals, and we don't live in England, and we don't understand the protocol and all, but sometimes, you know, you just have to stand up, take a stand, and, and tell the truth, and that's, I think that's all they did, and I just, I hope that they're very, very successful. I hope she's a major megastar. I hope he's a big business tycoon, and I hope that little Kate sits over there and eats her cake. Um, <coughs> meanwhile, Britney Spears. Oh, today I saw she's un she was unhappy with the... With the, with the documentary. She said she's cried for two weeks. Yeah, because the way she was, she said the way she was portrayed. But, you know, there's something there. I can't put my finger on it. My initial opinion was always that she went through postmortem depression when she had the babies. And I thought that was really the root of it. And But then I don't know if she ever grew out of it or if they just used that as an excuse to grab control of her. But... That, what a tragic story that is. You know, I just would like to her just to move in next door, and I'd just like to be her best friend and help her because it's just, I just don't think anyone's really out helping her, looking out Brittany. for her. And there's 13 people that have their hands in the pie getting yeah. paid. How many people does it take to screw in a doorknob, I mean, or a light bulb? I mean, really? I mean, well, I don't understand that. I mean, how do you have 13 people with their hands in the kitty and then think that they're all objective about your state of mind? Well, why would they want you to be independent when they aren't going to be getting paid anymore? I just feel like they should have one court-appointed person that's really not a lawyer or anything, more like a, more like a doctor or a health care provider that, that just looks after her. What's that I, movie, I, uh, that. I Care A Lot, where the, the, the provider came to the house, the, the woman that was court-appointed, and then she took the woman's, all the, it's on Netflix, it's like nominated oh, for a, uh, an Oscar, I think, too. It's called I Care A Lot. It's a movie with, um, oh, shoot, I forget the woman's name. She's oh, a very famous, it. yeah, yeah. Helen Mirren? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Somebody like, like that? that then there was the uh, HBO Tina Turner. Did you guys see the HBO Tina Turner? I did. I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was good. It I was mean, okay. I don't know that's what new. everyone was talking about. She's fabulous, though. She was, was at her, her prime, goodbye. But at her prime, she was really fabulous. You know, she's but great. She's a she's eighty three now. She doesn't performer. look it, but I mean, no, she she's an incredible great. performer. And um, and then when Suzanne Summers was doing her podcast, some guy ran through the back street gang naked. What? <laughs> What's where's our streak? <laughs> Do you think she planted that streaker to get her ratings up? Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh my god! So now there's a new rule about dogs on a plane. Yeah, there's a lot of so new rules. So how does that work? Can you buy a ticket for your dog now? No. Oh, you can't take them. Period. It depends on what kind of dog it is, and you and they and they have to. They can't be a support dog. It has to be. Um, uh, okay, so a regular dog. Can you just buy a ticket and take your dog on the plane? No. Why not? You can put it underneath. Underneath the cabin? Correct. You can put it in a cage underneath. Underneath the seat in front of you? No, in well, the in I'm the sorry. in the cargo hold. That, that's not that's happening. That's what they do with no, them. No, that's not, well. You know what? And how many of them have died and they exactly. freak out and fuck the airlines? I hate them for that. I when I used to fly around Indonesia, which I would never get on those planes again. I must have been crazy to get on those planes. Everybody had their chickens in their wires. They would just carry a few chickens in their little wire containers, and they'd hop on the plane with all their chickens. I was like, I Snakes guess they're plane. farmers or something. I don't know. <laughs> people, oh. people were saying that the woman's name was Rosamund Pike, was the actress oh, yeah, I was I looking for. She yeah, She's a great she actress, too. Everyone's asking your opinion, too, about the Jen Shaw yesterday, Which the one? Real Housewives of Salt, uh, Salt Lake oh. City. And then I read more up on it last night. Apparently, they, you know, they started shooting season two immediately after the reunion because they wanted to get the winter season as the backdrop. And they were all getting ready to go on a trip, on the cast trip. Yeah, and, and they arrested and, her. And apparently she got uh, tipped, tipped off, off and, yeah. and said she had to leave because her husband was in the hospital, hospital yeah, and left. Said. And then yeah. the FBI showed up like a few minutes later. Yep. That's well, unbelievable. somebody called me from the press and said, oh, my God, you know, they're probably going to fire her. And I get, are you kidding me? Oh, they're going to give her a race. Exactly, bravo. They're going to come here and give her a race. It's going to be Teresa Judy. They just added another camera. They're just so excited. They're just, like, happier than, you. I mean, come on, you know they're not going to fire her now. They're just, like, thrilled to death. My lips are so dry. Yeah, season two's looking good. Yeah, season two. I never watched that one, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I mean, was. everybody says it's really good, but I will tell you this being married to a criminal lawyer, that only 3% of defendants in federal cases win their cases. 
So she's got a 3% chance of getting out of it. Now, this is not knowing anything. I know nothing about it. But if she's lucky and she happens to be like kind of one of the lower level players and she knows a lot of scoop about the people that masterminded it, she can trade that information, make a deal and lessen her sentence or get out of it somehow. If she doesn't have that information to rat on somebody else and somebody has that information to rat on her, she's got a big problem with a long-term up to 20-year sentence. They're saying 30 to 60 this morning. If she makes a plea deal, then it's still going to be a long sentence. So unless she is just a, uh, like a low-level player and knows a lot about the people at the top or, or she's a low-level player and didn't realize what she was doing and she can prove that, she's got some serious problems. So when I was reading the thing today, apparently she knew what she was doing. It was her and her first assistant, and they were the masterminds of the whole thing, and they've been doing it for years. Well, and when they asked her how she made her money on the reunion, yeah. she danced around the subject and said she had, they had a logarithm software where they provided uh, businesses like... Uh, outreach contests and stuff to you know further their business. So it's okay, basically so let me ask she was selling you fake a email lists. Let me ask you this: <laughs> is basically what it was. Why would anybody that has something that serious to hide go on a reality show? That's, that's what Amy, when I left here yesterday, that's the this real just question. broke. And Amy uh, was talking about that on oh, her Amy show. Phillips? Sherry yeah. had an attorney on uh, like oh, she uh, did? ten minutes after it <laughs> happened, but she was like going through the whole thing with this attorney. And apparently, yeah. this woman's husband, who's the the basketball coach, he is an attorney, and he left that to go to be the ba basketball coach with Utah. Wait so a minute. He, her husband's an attorney as well. Wait, the girl that got arrested yes. his husband's attorney? Yes. Do you think he knew what was coming They're on? They're saying they don't know. They don't know that he knew if he knew what was happening, but they're wondering now if, if he's going to become part of the case. Well, that's a problem because he, he not only would he lose his bar license, he could yeah. go to jail, but there is a possibility that he didn't know what was going on. you got to think he wouldn't know what was going on because any lawyer would know. Listen, <laughs> there's a guy in jail right now that got in trouble for something similar to that. And let me tell you the first thing they do. They seize all your assets, grab all your money, grab all your cash, and you don't have the money to pay a lawyer. Then you get a second-rate lawyer or a court-appointed lawyer, and then it goes downhill from there. She's got serious problems. I feel sorry for her, but, geez, I mean, you can't scam people like that and get away with it. What's no. With <laughs> That's what Amy was saying, too. She was like, "What? who at Bravo is actually running background checks on these nobody. people. She said, obviously, nobody, because, like, Teresa had the situation. Then everyone thought, like, Erica and her husband were going to be the next ones we were going to see this all happening, too. And now this. They so turn a blind like, eye and yeah. hope and pray that somebody gets busted for something. That's well, what they do. Remember the last time the they FBI showed know. up on the Housewives show? It lasted one season. Yeah. Which one was that? <laughs> DC. When, oh, yeah, that one. Remember when yeah. they busted, yeah. when they broke yeah. the, but the ball? Believe me, they, the Bravo, like, I don't want to know. If it happens, let's make sure we get it on film. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Andy oh, saying about God. D.C. When they ask why it only lasted one season, he says, when the FBI shows up and says for you to turn over all your raw footage, usually that means you're not coming back. Yeah, that's a good, good enough reason. Yeah, but you know, these girls go on. It just amazes me. How, how do you go on a TV show knowing you have this baggage that you're hiding? It's going to come out. Now, I can just say from my own experience, these girls... If, like, let's say there's four of them, they have a lot to hide. They all cover for each other, and they all spin for each other, and they all, you know, they, they just, oh, no, that's not true. Oh, that's not true, because they know they've got something bigger to hide, and they all just cover for each other. And so the people that read the press and read the stories finally start to think, oh, maybe there's nothing there. Believe me, <laughs> they're hiding a lot, and... I don't even know how you go on a show when you got that much to hide. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd be ner I'd just be too nervous to do it myself. But that's me, you know. I'm I'm nervous if I, you know, think I'm speeding or <laughs> get a ticket, you know, or something like that. By the way, um, what is going on with all these shootings and all these guns? It's I can't. It just makes me ill. Did you see yesterday on the film this woman walking down the street, 60-something years old, and this guy just kicked her in the face and smacked her and kicked her again because she's Asian and said, oh, he was, saying you don't need to be here. And what is it with the doorman just closing the door and sitting there leaving her to, to rot? I mean, what is wrong with people? The world has gotten mean. And I'm telling you, this Asian hate came from Donald Trump Absolutely. with the China virus and the Kung Fu virus. He started this Asian hate. And every one of these people that have died and been beat up, he has blood on his hands. Now, he doesn't care, but it's just a fact. They weren't 
they weren't beat up and killed like they are now, but he started the Kung Flu virus, Kung Fu virus, and the um, China virus, and he repeated it over and over and over again, and these stupid people, uneducated, misinformed, QAnon, Trumpers, you know, white supremacists, you're not going to take my country from me, you know, people are going out and took it seriously, and they're just killing these poor Asians. It's just horrible. And then the Suez Canal freighter, I was thinking to myself, thank God it's not coming from Asia with all our skincare uh, <laughs> containers in it. We wouldn't be able to get containers to put our products in. We finally got it. Listen, we buy American as much as we can, yeah. but I've got to tell you the truth. I'm sorry. It's not even a matter of price. It's a matter of availability. The American That's what companies, I was going to say. You just can't find the inventory. They don't have it here. We've been looking they don't have for it. containers for products for months, and we cannot find they them They don't have here. it here. So you know, people can say what they want, but I'm telling you right now, it's not a matter of price. It's not cheaper. By the way, these containers are not cheap. They're expensive containers, but it's a matter of availability. They manufacture them hundreds of millions of them at a time and to get in line here for a manufacturer you wait six months to get 20,000 or something and then uh, the Miramas slaughter we just slaughter I just can't with that too and then now the George Floyd trial is going on I got addicted to that yesterday I started watching that and uh, I didn't even get into politics today can you believe it? Oh, no. We didn't even we talk didn't. politics. I guess you guys are going to miss me. I'm going to save all my politics stuff for next week. So we're going to wrap up because we're going to stay on time today. So thank you very much. We've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it. Tune in next week. Launch with Leah. Go to leahblack.com. Check out our new website and our new products that are coming out. Talk to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.